Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, Tots picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much. Never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, now the picture connects Never asking for someone's help, to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church, I like bleach Man, Ryu had this Stupidest person, this dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks for the roof. I heard from what that's got. This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember. We played a solid game except one inning. And, uh, you know, I think Morris came in, gave up maybe four or five hits, four or five runs, and... Better gave up a couple, and they, you know, and the, the issue with those, with that inning was, all of those big hits were with two strikes. We were ahead in the count, 0-2, and 1-2, on the home run, on the ball that was hit down the right field line. Um, that was supposed to be an expand up, and it was, I don't know, belt high, and you know, those, those are, those are mistakes that you can't make, especially when you're facing a team that can hit. Um, you know, we competed at the plate, but we got down big early, and uh, it was a battle. Oh, boy. Another loss for Arkansas as we welcome you in on a Wednesday. Thank you for being with us. Wes Moore, Justin Acre, and the Wizard at 10.08. And Arkansas drops it at Missouri State, as Coach mentioned. One bad inning definitely cost them. As Missouri State had six in the third. Mm. That ain't going to get it done. Mm. No. And uh, Arkansas falls 8-4 to four and still stuck on 30 wins for the fourth straight game. I hate it. Some of our guys, local guys, that performed well at the end of last season, and we were hoping this season would be some uh, great things for Zach Morris and Austin Ledbetter, and uh, they struggled. They uh, combined to give up seven of the eight runs, and Arkansas loses 8-4. to four. The good news, I thought Parker Coyle and Ben Bybee were awesome at the end of the game. They combined for four and two-thirds shutout innings out of the bullpen. Good to see that out of Bybee after giving up the grand slam and the solo shot to lose it against Georgia. I was very, very very frustrated with that game last night and the way they played and the, the pitching, the lack of hitting. And I, I was just very disappointed. I'm like, this is officially a slump. You know, I'm, I'm starting to panic. You know, I'm like, what do what they got to do? I was slump buster. We're going to be up there tomorrow. What do we need to do? Do we need to call the voodoo doll? What I mean, the voodoo witch. What's going on with this the team? Witch? And then I, I, I watched. You are getting desperate. I watched Coach Van Horn after the game. It's chill. I mean, he's like, you know, we had bad inning. You know, it's everything's fun. I mean, he 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 walked me off the ledge. He talked me off the ledge. I'm like, oh, this team's okay. They're fine. They had a bad inning. So what? So I'm okay now. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They're no. they're a really good team that's going through some injuries. They're going to survive these injuries. They're going to put it together, and they're going to be just fine. I don't care about last night at all. Uh, and they had two games against Georgia that they're going to win nine times out of ten. So. You put them in that position, and they're going to be in good shape most of the time. So I'm not really that worried about it, honestly. 
I'm not. I'm not either now. Okay. Thanks to coach. All right. Well, I think uh, again, logic has to prevail here, and people go, "Oh my gosh, we've lost four in a row. Freak out. Sky's falling. Relax." Uh, Joe, Joe Klein is here, courtesy of our friends at Corky's Barbecue. Good to see you, Joseph. How are you? Good to see you guys. Hey. Thank you. You smell good. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Nothing soap, new. Soap and barbecue. No, it's barbecue. <laughs> I don't smell any soap. Um, anyway, so again, Arkansas stuck at thirty. They've got Texas A and M tomorrow night. We will be there in attendance. Looking forward to it. Oh, you guys are going. We are. Yes. We're doing our show at Bradford Marine in Rogers, and then we're going to stick around, go to the game, and get up early and get back here in time for the show on Friday. So at least that's the plan. We'll see. May pull a Morgan Wallen and just not show up. We'll see. Wow. My, my daughter went to the. Uh, Hopefully, the Saturday show. Saturday show. Good thinking. <laughs> that's a Klein right there. Planning ahead, being smart. I will tell you there's a couple positives here. Um, number one, Jace Borfin's going to start joining us on Mondays. Very excited about talking to him every week. He has been a little bit of a slump, Wes. I will say that. So we need to get him uh, rolling again. He still leads the Razorbacks at 361 mm. on the season. He's also one of two guys with double-figure home runs with 10 on the season. The other thing is I started digging into Hagen Smith's numbers, who will join us today. By the way, we're also going to talk in about four minutes to Darian Ford. So, Joe, I'm glad you're yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, catch up with Darian and... Uh, I think it'll be a little bit revealing about uh, how he's feeling, what he's thinking, and when you see all these new guys coming in, especially guys that play your position, how you feel at this point? What are you thinking? Uh, I assume he's quite committed to playing in Arkansas. He wouldn't be wanting to come on and chit-chat with us. But anyway, we'll talk to him about that. Um, but anyway, back to Hagen Smith, who's also going to join us today at his usual slot around uh, 1045, thanks to John Mark Goings Allstate. Uh, he is dominating right now frankly guys the only thing i wish from hagan smith is he could throw i don't know 25 well 25 innings a weekend you know 25 innings a weekend at least he is averaging a strikeout and a half every inning Hmm. he is giving up 0.66 hits per inning less than a hit per inning his batting average against is only eighth in the sec but it's point uh 188 is the average against he is third in the sec in era with 289 I just need way more innings. He's not uh, leading the Razorbacks in innings pitched. In fact, he is currently third on the team in innings pitched. And in his new role, that's understandable. But all too often now we're seeing him in limited stints and only one time a weekend. So it would be nice to me, and again, I won't question Dave Van Horn. He knows what he's doing. But it would be nice to get him on the mound a little more often because he is just absolutely killing it. Hagen's problems not the it's the number of pitches. He can't get through an inning one two three and ten pitches it seems like so many of Hagen's innings are 20 pitches long and all of a sudden you look up and he's in the fifth inning and he's already thrown 90 something pitches the one negative number yeah he's got 25 walks which also leads the team by five so there you go if you were to i don't i don't think they have number of pitches as a stat I bet he leads a team in pitches. I bet he's thrown more than anybody else. Maybe. It's just he's he's not having efficient, quick innings. And that's honestly, that's why he's in the bullpen. And he's better out of the bullpen because they can get three meaningful innings out of him that will help him win the game. Whereas what we saw Sunday, he was pretty good against Georgia Sunday. But he could only go five because his pitch count got so high up there. He's only hit three guys, but yeah, the walks are definitely an issue. And I'm sure he would admit that, so... Anyway, looking forward to talking to him. We've got, uh, obviously, Joe is here, Darian Ford coming up in just a second, Christian. So i got to give you his number, I guess. So let me, uh, if you want to come in here, I'll grab a, I'll give that to you. Kevin Kelly will be up at 11 o'clock talking about the NFL draft, which is coming up tomorrow, courtesy of Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. We've got Michael Felderon also talk to him about the draft and uh, some spring football items. And then uh, I want to talk about Dion's situation, too. It's just such a weird deal out there. And, you know, maybe it all work out dandy, but it is a unique situation. It's a unique school geographically. We've talked about it. It's a unique fit with Dion and Colorado, and it's obviously unique uh, what's happening out there. So, And then uh, Brandon's coming up from WH Law. They've got a big fundraiser this weekend for Ronald McDonald House. We'll talk to him about He's very polarizing, too. I, I noticed that yesterday when uh, we were talking about Dion and, I, I want him to succeed. I like Dion. I, I oh, hope I do he does too. well. And uh, it's probably because he was a cowboy. But um, there's just he's got the personality. It's prime. It's showtime. You know. I hope he is able to go somewhere where they haven't had a lot of success in a long time and basically thumb his nose in the air and say, "See, I can do it. I am a good coach. I can get it done anywhere." Well, he's at the right place. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you want that. And I so, mean, and Justin and a couple of other guys were they, they don't want him to. You know, they hope he falls. 
I on his I face. Mean, but I, I, And I saw this on a message board yesterday. It was the same thing. There were those hoping he fails, and then there were others like, like me hoping he has success. He's, he's, very con- he's controversial and, and polarizing. I was watching, uh, I, I know you've seen it, and it was just on, but the 30 for 30 when he was playing baseball and yeah. uh, doing, trying to do football and baseball. Yeah, the same. flying back and yeah. forth helicopter. Getting into a Tim McCarver. Yeah, yeah that was it's good stuff. Look, I'm more, I like him more now than I did then. He was a little, That was. I remember I kind of brought back some memories. It was a little, a little much for me because, uh, let's just put it this way. If he would have been in the Super Bowl, he wouldn't have been flying he wouldn't have been flying that week. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't not in the Super Bowl because of him, though. But I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, if the if the whole dynamic was kind of different, reverse, yeah, you know, he if it was just a regular season, season baseball, baseball game sure. and it was Super Bowl week, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, that's you know, Apple, you know, but they're not playing baseball in February, so that won't be an issue. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I see your point though. Um, David and Cersei, hang on. We'll get to you in a second. And then uh, it's after we talk to Darian Ford, who is standing by on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, the Magnolia native, Arkansas Razorback, joining us today. Darian, welcome. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Blessed to be alive. Just thanking God every day. Thanks for having me. I think we all need to do that. And uh, I need to be more thankful for being alive every day. Because mm-hmm. some days I think this day sucks. But you know what? It beats the alternative. So thank you very much, Darian. Good words of wisdom right there. Uh, how are you? What are you up to? What's going on? Are you in school? What are you guys done? What's what's going on? What's happening? So right now, just in school. You know, I got class later today. I work out before class. Just uh, that's about it. Pretty much just using the same thing over people me every day, but it makes life more simple. So you, because I know what I'm going to do. What uh, What are you studying? Right now, I'm in sports in sports uh, recreation management. Okay. Gotcha. So I want to major in business though, with marketing and finance. Okay. Well, listen, if none of that works out, there's always a spot at the radio station for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you got a long way to go before we need to worry about that, though. Um, let me ask you about, uh, as we kind of look back on the freshman year, uh, kind of your expectations going in and then how things played out. You, I mean, other than maybe Joseph, you played about as much... Uh, off the bench from the freshman class, as anybody did. did. Did the way things played out kind of meet your expectations, or did you expect to play less or more than you did? Well, I always expect to play more from the work that I put in. That's not what God had in store for me. But the way that I want to work this year and the coming years, Lord, say the same is to play more. And so just want to win at the end of the day. We hear a lot of conversation, but we don't get a lot of concrete information. How about that? I'll, I'll put it to you that way. Um, I'm just curious about the, the level of communication that goes on between players that are on the roster and the coaching staff. Obviously, they're really busy working the portal and recruiting guys for future classes, but how much do you get a chance to talk to the coaches during the off season here? Oh, we can talk to them anytime that we like to. They always tell, well, Coach Mutt always tells us the door is open. You know, he's going to talk to us about how the season goes, but like you said, they've been in the portal a lot and they're doing a lot of things right now, so they're kind of ripping and running. But as far as me, I'm in the gym working. So whenever the time comes, it's comfortable when the coaches have, you know, I'll be ready. What goes through your head when you see them recruiting guys at your position? I mean, do you think, oh, good, I got more competition to work through? Or do you, do you kind of wonder what's going on? I feel that the players coming in or whoever doesn't come in, if they had a thing, that we're just going to have to see, like, how do, who's going to outwork each other and we're going to compete. And I'm ready to do that every day because I know the expectations that we have to have from last year, you know, that wasn't the expectation that we wanted to meet. So you have to compete every day, and I want to outwork everybody. And so that's the mindset that I have to come in with. Do you know any of the new guys, or have you had a chance to talk to the new guys that are coming to the roster? I have not. I have not. But I'm sure that they have great talent, and so, you know, it's, it's great to compete against guys like that every day. How would you sum up year one as a Razorback for you? Year one, how would I sum up year one? Yeah. Year one, learning experience. There's a lot of learning, and I'm glad I got to learn a lot. You know, you can learn a lot of coverages. You got to see how the system goes, how must is, great coach, great coaching staff. And you just got, I got to develop myself as well. So, you know, by me not getting after, you know, you got to take 
a negative and you got to try to turn it into a positive. So by me not playing, I learned a lot of things. Learned a lot of things how everything needs to go. Talking to Darren. So, I'm sure, Sorry, Darren. Go ahead. I'm not, I was just saying I'm sure it's going to be mistakes that I still make even when I'm out there. <laughs> you know, but I'll be able to come back the next play and do do something special. Lord say the same, you know, just, just working, trying to build my game, but learn from Coach West and the staff and how they want things to go, you know, that's a, a good advantage. Talking to Darian Ford on the brand of moving and storage hotline. In your mind, what are the keys for you to improve on to have a chance to get on the floor a little more next year? Just, be, just being myself, believing myself, believing work, being confident, you know, playing playing a point guard role because that's one thing that we did talk about is being a point guard. Talked about before I even came from my freshman year, just working my point guard skills, uh, shooting the ball, passing the ball. You know, I think. On the defensive end, that's not a problem because I've always been taught to this, just everything. So I don't think the defensive end is a problem. And then just being in the right spots on the defensive end, that could be something I can get better at because I always can develop on defense. But for his offense, you know, just passing the shooters and being confident. So, you know, that shouldn't be shouldn't be much. You know, it's like giving me the answer to the test. What you take away from playing against Devo in practice and seeing what he does on the court, especially on the defensive end? Evo is a great player, you know. Just, just we both on the same team. That's probably much what I can take from him. He's, you know, been there for. He was here for three years, and he developed, you know, just in how he would talk about things. You know, he was, he was be vocal. He worked very hard. That's what I can say from him. He worked very hard. He worked very hard. So, that's another person who work hard. You know, and then just trying to see, well, we're going to see what outwork each other. So just, that just developed both of us, you know. So that's something that I took from a lot of people. I didn't just take things from Devo. I tried to take things from everybody. So it's a great, great organization, great team, great players that we had this year. And, you know, you just love to compete against them. You were a perfect 7-for-7 seven seven from the free throw line. You missed your last free throw of the season. Mm-hmm. Was it the look of disgust that I saw you on your face was it because you ate? You just missed the free throw, or because it, it ended your perfect, uh, perfect one hundred percent in shooting? <laughs> well, you know, just you want to try to be as perfect as possible, even though you know that's impossible. But you know, this is just the standard that I want to push myself to is try to work so hard that you say, "Man, you shouldn't miss any of these shots," even though you know it's gonna happen. But just having that mindset, having that mindset that. From the work that I put in, I should I should be doing all types of things and not miss it. But that's just the type of thing that I put on myself. You know, other players might not put that on themselves, and that's totally fine. But, you know, some people have to take a different path. Talking to Darian Ford on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. You know, we've, we've wondered about this before, and I guess we've probably talked to other players about it before. Coach Musselman's system is such that you may play 17 minutes one night, and then you may play three minutes or none in the next game. As a player, how hard is it or is it hard to stay mentally prepared when you're not sure what kind of time you might get on the court? It's a challenge. It's a challenge. You know, I just take a day at a time. You never, like, you never know. Like this year, I was here. Lord say the same this year I'll be here, but Lord never knows like what will happen in the next two years. So I just try to take a day at a time and live in a moment. Like I'm start to learn that more I want to live in the moment because you never know how fast life can take you away. So I'm just trying to enjoy the day today. So when I get in that gym, I know like you just said, today must is probably 10. Okay, dear, you're going to get this certain amount of minutes. Let me put in some work. The next day, we'll say the same. He might say, dear, you're going to get this amount of minutes. Let me put in some work. So you know, you just got, I just try to live in the moment and then just be prepared at any time because I don't know what the next few years are. All I can tell you is like what's going to happen today. And that's what he's going to tell me. All I can tell you what happened today. Yeah, there are a lot of people that are a lot older than you that have not been able to figure out trying to control what they can control, but it seems like you got that nailed down. That's pretty good. Uh, what about this summer? What are your plans when school's out? I plan this summer just keep developing my game. Become more confident. And I feel that I'm on the right path because I think my season started for me right after the season was over. You uh, you so, stay you staying in Fayetteville all summer? I stay in Fairfield for as long for as long as I need to, and whenever I, they give me a chance to see my family again, I go see my family because that's something that I value very much as well as family. So 
I don't don't never want to miss like out on missing them. Now, a little bird told me that when you're back home and you go to church, you lead the singing. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My dad tells me I have to. I have to do something in in, in the house, God, because you know I can't just be a pew sitter. <laughs> so if I can work, if I can work out for thousands of hours on the court, why can't I work just in time for God? And He's the most powerful person in this world or spirit in this world. Now, when you lead singing, do you get to pick the songs? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so give like me, to, let's just say you're leading church this week. Give me a couple Darian Ford hits. What are we doing at church this week? So I'll be I'll probably sing Troubles in My Way. I like to sing that. I like to sing Hilltops of Glory. Whatever I'm feeling in the house of the Lord, you know, it's sometimes it just can take over you. So whatever whatever comes to mind, sometimes I can sing two songs in one song. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. just whatever takes over me. Well, that's good. Sometimes I sing a song and it sounds like a different song, but it's just because I'm not very good at it. <laughs> hey, well, you know, on person that, that, that you need to worry about who's listening to you? The, the big man. God. That's right. That's right. When you're out there working and grinding, are you are you singing uh, some gospel songs? Is that going through your head? Humming a little couple bars? Absolutely. I do it, I do it because it takes my mind. You know, you have to try to find some place in basketball. Sometimes I just start singing the church songs. Because they can just take your mind away from the pain. Or if you're tired, you know, it just change your mindset. Then you, you don't even feel tired anymore. Is it all individual work right now? It, what I, don't, I guess I don't even know what's going on right now with the basketball team for the ones that are up there. So right, right now I've been doing a lot of individual work. Right now I've been doing a lot of individual work. So I don't know what the next day will hold, but I know today probably will be most likely individual work for me today. And I know you said you, you don't know what the future holds. You don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of years. Is is there a timeline when you know for sure what's going to be happening next fall? There's, there's not a timeline. I'll get excited today. Hmm. So if somebody tells me something today, then I can have your answer. But as far as right now, I'm just in school and getting ready to work out. That's all you can do. Yeah. Listen, Darian, I appreciate the time, my friend. Uh, enjoy the off season, and good luck to you, and we'll talk to you again hopefully down the road. I appreciate it. Y'all have a blessed day as well. All right, Thank take you. care. You know, when we talked to him before he went to Fayetteville, when we were down at that event in Pine Bluff, I was like, this dude is awesome. I love mm-hmm. this kid. Oh, he's a, he's a great kid. Yeah, he was great. also, by the way, on the SEC community service team. He's out there doing good things at school, at church, and he's going to do some good things on the court. I mean, I've been since – I, since I got to – follow him through your guys some new stuff you all have done and then uh you know nope been around him a little bit on the team i mean you cheer for that kid i mean you want that kid in the game you know i mean and and the thing i love about him is you don't hear that i mean i didn't have that kind of maturity (laughs) i mean still don't yeah he just helped me for today the perspective that he just gave it made me think and i'm sure there are other people listening it helped and just he's you know he's a grinder he's putting in the work uh, he's got a good attitude. You know he's disappointed. I mean, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean he's he wants to play. He's a competitor. You see how hard he's working, he, and when he and when he practices and when he plays, he competes very hard. So he he plays with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, which is which is the way you got to play. But to be able to kind of deep compartmentalize mm-hmm. what, what what am I trying to say? Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize things. Put them. In their order, and, mm-hmm. and and you know, look at them from a from that kind of you know. Okay, I'm I'm just going to keep grinding. And that's what I tell kids all the time. It's like if you're mad at the coach, you know, you can start pouting and you know talking about him, and then all you do is your level of play won't be any good. And so mm-hmm. when when you don't play, you're going to confirm you're going to play bad, and the, it's going to confirm everything. And I always tell kids is to take his attitude. It's like next year. When when he comes in and you know God willing and, and hopefully for his sake uh, he starts just kicking it and killing it and so now everybody's like hey uh, Coach Moss why how come old boy didn't play last year we could have you know we could have used him I mean what 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 are you doing you know that's if you want to get back at a coach or <laughs> that's how you do it is just make them ask questions as to why. They're not playing, you know? and so I mean, I, I sounds love. like the plot for one on one with Robbie Benson. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 
you up know, when you got with a red hot poker. <laughs> That's right, buddy. <laughs> you know, and I was thinking, what's it going to take for him to go on the court? And maybe the number one thing is Anthony Black leaving. I mean, well, Anthony Black was a hell of a point guard, and that's absolutely. what he was being groomed to play point guard. Did you want to take Anthony Black out of the game? Right. No, and, and the thing is, is what he's working on, you know, I mean, it's what he needs to be, you know, what he talked about. You know, he's got he's to shoot the ball, uh, as all of them do. We saw that this year. But then, you know, ball handling, take care. Uh, and I think he hit it right on defensively. He's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, and that's going to help him with Muss if he can get to where he can handle the ball, make some shots, because mm-hmm. we know how Coach Muss values defense. I think I think Darian's got that. I, I think he's got that in the bag. I mean, I mean, he's he's going to be on point defensively. He's just got to get, you know, get to where he can knock down some shots and run a team. And, man, I, I think he could, you know, if he can do those things, he's going to be a big part of it. One last thing, and I, did, I wasn't going to grill him on all the inside. I'm not trying to, you know, make him, put him in an uncomfortable or, you know, bad position. But there was a lot of past tense references. We all kind of noted it when he was talking about Devo, as he was, he did. You know, and that kind of thing. And so it doesn't mean that he can't come back, but I guess everybody, at least, you know, him, I'm sure a lot of the guys up there are thinking he's going to pursue professional opportunities. Well, I think the coaching staff has looked at it. I mean, they, as a coaching staff, you have to look at it as he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you because you, that's how you get burned and that's how you get left standing at the altar. Yeah. Well, they flat out said it last year with Jalen Williams. Right. We thought there was a good chance Jalen Williams was coming I did, back. I did too. And he's. Coach Mossman said, "No, Jalen's not on the team right now. Jalen's yeah. preparing for the yeah. NBA that's, draft, the combine. He, so he was. They that, already moved that's on. That's harsh. You know, yeah. you, every, we a lot of fans and stuff. You kind of look at that and go, man, don't you don't want him back? That's harsh, and it's it's not harsh. It's reality because you start hoping and wishing. You know, you're going to be hoping and wishing that you had replaced him <laughs> when he doesn't when he doesn't come back. Let's take a quick call from David and Cersei, and then we'll hit our break. It's ten thirty-two. What's up, David? Hey, guys, I'll try to make it quick. I, I, I wanted to talk about the baseball game last night just yeah. a second, but since y'all were on basketball, I heard uh, I watched the uh, McDonald's game the other day and baseball was in it. You could absolutely tell nothing because, first of all, the hot shot guards who brought the ball up were going to pull up and shoot a three-pointer. It's a, it's a for horrible game. For, I played Nobody, it. Nobody, it's <laughs> not even worth watching. The only impressive thing... I saw, because I kept my eyes on him the whole time he was in the game, he did try to block out. And I thought, well, that's refreshing, because <laughs> we had guys on our team that wouldn't do that last year. Uh, and uh, what concerned me was Kevin McPherson said yesterday uh, to a caller who asked if he thought Mr. Fall would see meaningful minutes in conference play. And he said that, and he was him on, so you could tell the answer wasn't going to be good. He said he has to gain some weight, and he said that uh, if he makes significant improvement during the season in the minutes he has, it could possibly happen. But as right now, he's a no. And I thought, well, way to go. You know, that really busted my bubble right out of the gate. But anyway, you never know. All I know is somebody needs to get him on the hill and start pushing free food down it. Man, they wouldn't have any trouble with me whatsoever. I I'd be do. going for that free food. Uh, but as far <laughs> as the game, last night, okay. hey, the game last night, listen, if if my dad was still here and he had been watching the game with by the fifth or sixth inning, he would have looked at me and he, he would have said, son, this team's dead at 4 o'clock in the morning. That was his favorite phrase. As dead as 4 o'clock in the morning? Dead as 4 o'clock in the morning. What's that supposed to mean? It's time to close. I've been doing a lot of fun stuff at 4 a.m. You guys are crazy. (laughs) Anyway, go on. Hey, listen. The part I didn't like about the game, I knew it'd be a hard game to win because I knew he'd be using a couple pitchers. He really had no intention or hope or or, or would have to use this weekend. And I I knew playing a good team would be a tough game. But when they showed the dugout, I saw nothing. I saw nothing. You can't tell when they're on the field because they're intent. They're, they're 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 doing their best. But the guys that weren't in the game, I didn't like the looks of it. I didn't like the feel of it, and it really worried me. And I just want somebody to tell these guys: We know you're. We lost three pitchers. We got two two hitters out now. Had three this past weekend. Hey, I'm pulling for the guys that are out there. I'm not giving up. Somebody tell these guys: We still got you, man. I mean, really, that's the way I feel. And uh, last. 
hoop is not full for Darian Ford. What a great young man. I wish I could have told him, man, if you're, if you're uh, really torn between a couple of songs, always fall back on the up-tempo version of I'll Fly Away. It'll bring the house down every time, never fails. Joe, it may not be very low, but it's good. It's good. It's good. It may not be weekend in New England, but it's a good song. You know? David, I love you guys. David, I appreciate you. Covered your bases today. Well done. Yeah, Thank you. Guardy Chevrolet's got some great things happening right now. They're paying your sales tax. They know uh, some people had their vehicles damaged by the tornadoes and can't trade them in right now. And in that case, you can't get a sales tax credit. So, Guardy Chevrolet is paying the sales tax in the month of April. you got to hurry and act on that because April's running out. In addition to that, any resident in Pulaski, Cross, or Lone Oak County will receive an additional $1,000 rebate on any new Chevrolet if they have an active storm damage insurance claim. Guardy Chevrolet has also got some great rates like Z- 0% financing on all new Silverados. 1.9% financing on all new Equinox. Take a look at the inventory. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. See the vehicle you want. Find it. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and take advantage of all these deals at Guatney Chevrolet. Yeah, Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. This is Sports Center. Arkansas baseball lost their fourth straight game yesterday as they fell 8-4 to the Missouri State Bears in Springfield, Missouri. The Hogs fell into a 8-2 hole and were never able to fully recover. The Razorbacks will next try to right the ship at home this weekend as they host the Texas A&M Aggies for a three-game set starting on Thursday night. First pitch is at 7 p.m. You can hear it right here on the buzz. The Little Rock Trojans baseball team kept their winning streak going yesterday afternoon with an 8-2 victory over the UCA Bears. Little Rock is now 25-15 overall, and they are riding that five-game winning streak. And last but not least, the Arkansas Travelers lost 4-1 yesterday to the Tulsa Drillers at home. After taking a 1-0 lead in the fourth inning, the Travs were unable to muster any more offense the rest of the game. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Many Arkansans are left without a vehicle to trade, which means no sales tax credit to take advantage of. Because of this, Guatney Chevrolet will be paying the sales tax on all vehicles sold this month, whether new or pre-owned. And if you lost your vehicle in Pulaski Cross or Lone Oak County, Guatney will apply an extra $1,000 rebate to your new Chevy. We're here to help. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought. So here he goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, no, no. I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Listen each Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. Tune in to Out of Bounds each and every Tuesday to hear from former Razorback pitcher Trent Daniel as he breaks down all the Razorback baseball going on this season, all thanks to Lift Truck Service Center. For rental, sales, parts, and service, contact Lift Truck Service Center today at 501-568-3330 or visit them at one of their locations in Little Rock, Russellville, Van Buren, or Springdale. You're back in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. To get into the show, call or text 661-1037 now. 
Let's see what Justin and Wes have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. You tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I've seen it go down. We can reenact things. Extreme like BMXing. These boys and they BMXing. People in the city see the movement occurring and say, my God, I want to be in that scene. Right, you want to be in this scene. She had the video trying to be in this scene. Used to fantasize about being in this scene. Bluegrass girl, but she got big dreams. Can't touch me, I got instincts. Locked in the house, but I'm plotting things. I brought a gang to the party with me. Five white boys, but they not in sync. <gasps> What y'all think? Everything that you say about me. My dogs like to play Madden in 2K. But one thing they don't do is play about me. My homeboy Tyler, he playing South Beach. He told me this summer he gon' fix my jumper. I told Boy Wonder that we might got a thumper. I've been trying to pop, now I'm on like Shumper. Now they on my bumper. Green room chock full of all my comforts. Hotel room like heaven on earth. Got angels. Directing traffic. Takes a long three. Yo! Trey Young, and how about the Atlanta Hawks, 2.50 to go, 12-2 run for Atlanta, here's Young, fires a three, and hits, Young, and Hunter, and here's Young, backtrack, 5-2, Young, lets it go, Point five to go. Tatum lets it go. And that's it. How about the Atlanta Hawks? They come back after trailing by as many as 13. Trey Young throws a monkey wrench in Boston's plans. They'll have to go back to the ATL. Bluegrass girl, but she got All right, we'll hear from Trey Young in a second. We've got a short segment coming up. Big Joe Klein is here thanks to Corky's Barbecue. I feel kind of bad playing the Tyler Hero song underneath NBA highlights since he can't go, Christian. But I guess this could be his contribution. Yeah. Thanks, Jack Harlow. Appreciate you. What do you mean? The, the song is called Tyler Hero, but, you know, he can't play because he got hurt. So he's got There's a song called Tyler Hero? Yeah, from Jack Harlow. It's a good song. That was that one. It's catchy. I'll, I'll play it for you sometime. Please good. don't. No, I'm good. It's actually a good song. Um, it's a better song than he's playing right now because obviously he's out. Uh, last night the Hawks come back and the Trey Young three at the end was so good. It was such a I got I'm still having problems with my ESPN. I was telling Wes I'm gonna get it fixed today. I've had enough, but I couldn't get the baseball game to stay on my TV and I was furious. So I'm like, screw it, I'm gonna watch the NBA, and I'm glad I did because apparently it was a lot less annoying than the baseball game. Yeah. Uh, Trey Young is he has zero conscience, but the dude. Is a baller. You got to give him credit. That was a heck of a game last night. And another, we've seen a few teams kind of lose some opportunities, and the Celtics are the latest victim. Yeah, that's a bad loss for just. I mean, I still think the Celtics are going to win it, the the series, obviously, but it just you 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 got to close out the Hawks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to you got to win that game. I mean, at home and they were without Dejounte. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. I mean, you're you're. It, that's just a bad look, and it, and it you know, it kind of, again, it just makes you kind of waver a little bit on do they got what it takes to to win the big one? Because you just you can't have those letdowns. Still but, the best team in the East, though, right? I'm I'm telling you, I mean, Milwaukee's up against it. Uh, Everybody thinks they're going to come back. I'm I'm not counting them out. I okay. mean, I, I I would. That's a it's a that's a big hill to climb, but I I think they can do it. I mean, I think I think they're going to absolutely destroy Miami in Game Five, and then I think you're going to have a Game Six that's you know, if it, for all the marbles. Yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be like the other night. You're yeah. going to have to you know Miami's going to have to play really good and blah blah blah. But Jimmy's going to have 56 again. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. And and then if Jimmy, you know, just just a thought here. If a guy scores twenty of the first twenty six points, try Plan B. <laughs> How about a double team, Christian, or a, a zone or something? I mean, good grief! I was sitting there just got the same dude guarding him, running the same coverage on the pick and roll or whatever they were running, and he just. Backing people now, and when he's making shots like that, like anybody, he any, but you got to drive him off the line, drive him into people. They don't have Tyler Hero. They got you know 
guys out there that are iffy, shooters, Lowry, streaky, so on and so forth, Bam, it's not a really good shooter, give them some help. Yeah. Man. Do something. Nuggets closed out the Timberwolves last night, and the Suns knock off the Clippers in a very competitive, entertaining game, 136-130. Hmm. Uh, sidebar, I was watching... I feel better after that. That was good. It was good rant. I was watching uh, ESPN this morning, and I can't tell if I love the guy or it's only because he squeezed in the middle of Stephen A. and Mad Dog, but J.J. Redick is quickly becoming my favorite analyst. I like the way he does no, he, things. No, he's... He's good on TV, man. Yeah, he's got good takes. I mean, he's... He's very intelligent, and he, uh, you know, you can tell he played a long time in the league. And he squeezed between two lunatics, so I can't yeah. tell if it's him. Yeah, but I like him. I think a lot. Wes is debating. You like Hagen Smith? Yeah. Okay, let's talk to him. We'll take a break. It's ten forty-five. Stay tuned. You're in the zone. Busy day. Ready for fun in the sun? Then don't miss the Tracker and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event. Going on now at Bradford Marine and ATV at all six statewide locations. Party Barge season is here. And whether fishing or tubing, the Sun Tracker Sport Fish 20 with 90 horsepower Mercury is your ticket for summer family fun. Hundreds of boats in stock, all with on-the-spot financing. Lake season is here. So come get your new boat at the Tracker and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event. Going on now at all Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized tracker dealer. The Butcher Shop Steakhouse has always been your favorite go-to for those nights out with family and friends. But did you know that they're now open for lunch Tuesday through Fridays from 11 till 2? The lunch menu includes homemade southern dishes such as fried chicken, meatloaf, chicken spaghetti, and so much more. And of course, everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays are back on the last Friday of each month. So whether it's dinner plans or watching the big games at our open bar, or now even for lunch, it can all be found at the Butcher Shop Steakhouse. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards located at West Pass Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. Or Nissan of Russellville is here to help you adventure more. And that starts with giving you amazing deals like 0% APR for 36 months on the new 2023 Rogue and Altima. Whether you're enjoying all that the natural state has to offer or planning a cross-country road trip, we've got something for you. Don't wait. Plan your next adventure and find your new ride today. Shop Or Nissan of Russellville and OrAutomall.com. WACC dealer for details. You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Westmore, coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network.
3-2 pitch to Riggio. He struck him out swinging with a fastball, and they leave the bases loaded. Hagen Smith comes up golden. The zone is joined by Arkansas pitcher Hagen Smith. The sophomore was named to Perfect Games freshman All-American team last year as he went 7-2 in 15 starts. The pitch to Wood. He struck him out swinging. Hagen Smith has struck out the side in the last two innings. Eight strikeouts of his last 11 batters. His appearance is brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent John Mark Goings. John Mark Goings with Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Are you in good hands? All right, welcoming back in. Hagen Smith on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Thank you to John Mark Goings Allstate. Hello, Hagen. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm going to give you a softball during a baseball interview out of the gate here. Uh, you guys have lost four games in a row, and yet I'm sitting here and I'm not panicking, and I still feel good about your team going forward. Am I an idiot, Hagen Smith? No, not at all. I mean, if you're panicking, I mean, that's, I don't know. I don't know why he would be panicking. I mean, it's baseball. You can lose any game any time. The correct answer is you are an idiot, but not because of that, actually. But I'll take that as a proper answer as well. So, you know, the the Georgia series, again, it was frustrating, I'm sure. Wes had pointed out. I'm going to put it on Wes. It's his fault. He said Georgia's playing better. Their record's not that great, but they're playing better, and they're a pretty good team. You guys are a play away in two of the games from winning, uh, and unfortunately that didn't work out. But uh, I actually came out of that probably feeling better than a lot of Razorback fans did. Did you kind of feel like that, a play here, a play there? You guys win the series? Yeah, I mean, you look at the game from, like, step back and look at it a little bit. I mean, we almost won series. It's just, we didn't come through until, like, a big-time play here at the end of the game. And then the second game, I think we didn't score, basically loaded. I mean, that's just baseball. I mean, credit to them. They pitched good, get out of the situation. They're a good team. That's a good point. You think about it. Y'all had the bases loaded, nobody out, and didn't score. They had the bases yeah. loaded in the final game, hit a grand slam, come back and win. I mean, that's the difference. It's, you know, one inning, bases loaded, one team gets it done, the other one doesn't. It's pretty simple. It's as simple as that. Hagan, exactly. I, I got a tougher question for you. It's not that simple. 98 pitches, five innings. How do we get that up to 98 pitches, seven innings? I want more innings out of you. Yeah, I think I did too. <laughs> um, I think I just did behind people. I'm just, every batter feels like I'm getting too old. Just, Trying to battle back. I mean, it's kind of tough. I mean, it's just on me. I got to attack the hitters better and get my pitch down lower. Yeah, what is the philosophy there? I mean, I think of a guy like Greg Maddox, and he didn't try to waste any pitches, even up, you know, when he had a guy down two strikes. Um, and then there are guys, and again, you don't want to get give up a big hit, you know, mm-hmm. with two strikes either. How do you balance that in your mind? How do you work through that with Coach Hobbs as far as strategy goes, or is it batter by batter? I think it's pitch by pitch for me, honestly. I mean, I. I think I have to have that mindset trying to throw this as hard as I can, like even velocity or fastball. I think if I try to like throw it to a spot, like a certain spot, I think into my mind just kind of it didn't work like that. But if I try to throw it hard, it's going to go where I want it to. It's how my mind works. I got to get used to that. So I'm starting. Yeah, I mean, we were. I was looking through the numbers here. I mean, you're third in the SEC in ERA, two point eight nine. You are third on your team, though, in innings pitch. So we'd obviously, like Wes said, like to see you get out there a little bit more. And your batting average is uh, you're giving up 188, which is top 10 in the SEC. And then a couple, of, a couple other stats that blew me away. You're, you're striking out guys one and a half strikeouts an inning on average, which is crazy. And you're giving up .66 hits per inning. So you have been dominant when you've been on the mound. The walks, obviously, uh, you lead the team in that regard. But everything else has been phenomenal and really... Uh, elite, not only uh, around the league, but I'm sure nationally too. When you look at it, so uh, there's obviously a lot of good things going on there. Um, what's your expectation for this weekend, as far as the A&M go- game goes, with uh, or the series goes, with a Thursday start again? When you when you be out there? Uh, I think for the pitching staff as a whole, I think all of us kind of have really high expectations for this weekend. After what happened in Georgia, I think we're all going to go out there and tag the zone, be fearless. I mean, if you go out there and pitch like you're like you're nervous about each pitch, and you're gonna do bad. But I just think everyone should go out there. Walk. Everyone should be washed on the weekend. Just go out there in the week. I'm kind of diving into the weeds here, but you always want to get that first strike. You know, you, you you just mentioned throwing more strikes, getting ahead of hitters. But Georgia was one of those teams. They were jumping on uh, on the staff. They it was like they were sitting first pitch strike, swinging away. They weren't. You see a team like Arkansas sometimes. They're very patient. They're they're going to take a strike or two. They're going to work the count. They're going to work the uh, pitch count. 
whereas Georgia seemed like they were ready and swinging at that first pitch. So how do you balance that, Hagen, as a pitcher, where you want to throw that first strike, but you know Georgia's looking to swing away on that first pitch? Um, honestly, I think you just kind of got to throw something close to the zone. All, you could even throw off speed if you wanted to. Just try to get him off balance or sit in first pitch fastball. Or if you could honestly just throw a ball on purpose, try to get him to swing at it. Makes sense. Um, as far as uh, Wes was telling me that not everybody made the trip, the short trip up to Springfield last night. Did you go up there last night? I didn't have to, no, sir. Okay. So there were – is that – Typical, I've never heard of that before, I guess, or maybe I just haven't been paying attention, which is also, again, back to the beginning of the interview, uh, I am an idiot. But did, is that typical with you guys? Uh, I, I think so. I didn't have to last year. Uh, I didn't have, well, we went to Little Rock last year, did we not? Yep. Yeah, I didn't have to go to that either. Okay. So if you're not going to pitch, they don't make you travel. Yeah, I guess I guess if that works. I don't think Hunter Hall went either. Gotcha. Do you guys gather and watch the game, or do you did you guys just kind of do your own thing last night? Uh, I watched the game in my house. Uh, like, I think I watched all of it actually. It's good dinner. So what? What if we were sitting there watching the game with you? What would we have learned? What were you talking about? I wasn't talking about anything honestly. I was just kind of just observing, see what's happening. I mean, it kind of sucks honestly not to get to watch the game there, but I mean. It's also nice to be at home at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I, you know, again, I think everybody wants you to be as rested as possible, and sitting on a bus for a few hours is probably not the best way to do it. So that's, yeah. uh, I think that's okay. We're looking for the greater good here. <laughs> I thought one of the biggest positives from last night were uh, Ben Bybee, or two of the biggest positives, Ben Bybee and Parker Cole. I thought they both, those freshmen, came in and pitched really well, and it was good to see Bybee respond after giving up the Grand Slam Sunday. What did you think of those two? Yeah, I mean, I thought they were really good. I mean, they've been good all fall. So, but the thing is, Bybee, I mean, you just got to watch what happened. I mean, just a freak thing. Like, I mean, I don't even know how that even happened. So, I think he's good enough. He's just going to – he's never going to think about it again. He's going to go out there and throw strikes. And the thing with Coyle, I mean, he's, every opportunity he gets, he's going to go make the most of it. Give me a prediction on what we're going to see from Tiger this weekend. Oh, hopefully a lot of strikeouts. <laughs> <laughs> is he looking good to you? Yeah, he looks really good. Good. Well, we're excited to see him out there again. I'm, I'm sure all the fans are as well. So, listen, uh, Hagen, I appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much. Good luck this weekend. We'll be up there tomorrow right. night and rooting you guys on. All right. Thank you all. All right. Take care. Thanks. Coach said last night that uh, when he was asked about his starters, it looked like it would be uh, uh, Hunter Holland, TBA, TBA. And oh, said, TBA's having a great year. And then they uh, brought up Tiger. Is there a possibility we could see Tiger start game two? And he's like, huh, who y'all been talking to? Yeah, that is a definite possibility. I think anything's... it would not surprise me if Tiger starts Game Two Friday night. I like what you said. Was it you yesterday, or was it Bubba, Bubba. maybe earlier in the week? Yeah, about you know you start him and then you just get whatever you can get out of him, as opposed to you're in a high pressure situation, close game maybe in the ninth inning, and you got to get six outs maybe or three outs. And yeah, I think to break him back in, that's a perfect way to do it. I love that because at the end of the year we were thinking he was going to be a starter this year in the first place. This is for the men who never settle, the ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick, the type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera, and the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks.